And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Height in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. How you doing, GLers? Happy 4th of July. It's Reavers here in the GL Podcast Studios. Yes, on the actual 4th of July. And uh, I've got a special show for you in store for you today. But I first want to make mention, oh, by the way, Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you this best of the Garage Logic podcast. And if you haven't done so already, make sure that you get signed up to be a town council member because the town council target field takeover is just a couple of weeks away as the Twins take on Chicago. You can watch the ball game amongst GLers and, of course, the Garage Logic crew. You must be a town council member to reserve your two free tickets. Just go to garagelogic.com. Tickets are on a first come, first serve basis, and they will go quickly. Uh, like I said, limited quantity available. So so make sure you sign up for that town council membership for just 10 bucks a month or $100 a year. You get unlimited access to all sorts of GL stuff, both on a camera, off camera. It's, it's fantastic, and it's been a great turnout. So once again, the town council target field takeover will happen on Friday, July 21st. I've been out for a few days, so... I hope there's still tickets available, um, but if not, just go to garagelogic.com. And I did have a couple of emailers in my absence ask about uh, digital tickets. That's the only way the twins do tickets right now is digital tickets. So anyway, all that can be found online at garagelogic.com. It is Reavers. It's the 4th of July. And what better way to celebrate the country's independence than with a visit from Vince Flynn, and I dug this one up. I don't think I've used this one as a best of, at least recently, um, but this goes all the way back. This predates me being a part of the Garage Logic show. This goes back to 2009. This is, uh, let me see here, this is October 8th of 2009, when, of course, Vince granted Joe and Rookie the first Every time he granted them the first ever media appearance uh, before he went on with anybody else, he always made a stop into the GL studios here at the legendary AM 1500. And this one was really cool. I, I, I listened to a bit of this and thought this is going to do it for us for the 4th of July. So this is October 8th, 2009, when Vince Flynn joined Joe and Rookie in studio. Hope you enjoy. Hi, Vince. Pretty good. Is Vince on now? I am now. We wanted to play... Uh our very highbrow author's corner music. For I've you. heard the music. You've had that before, haven't yes, you? Yes, I have. But you... there's been a new there's been a new addition today. Oh, and uh, for some reason it's not uh, it's not working. A technological glitch. Yeah. The new book is Pursuit of Honor. They just keep getting better. Well, thank you. Well, you know that's what people are going to tell you because it's the truth. Well, I, I no, I don't know that. I never. You never know that. I, I when I come here though, I know I'm going to get the truth. Well, because let's okay. be honest, the mayor would tell me it sucked All if, right. you, if you didn't like it. You want the truth then, Pat? I do, I do. I'm a little offended. <laughs> I went to the Vince Flynn website, which oh, is boy. very spiffy. Oh, boy, Vince has got the nice silk tie on and everything's professional and, oh, frequently asked questions and all about Vince and, oh, another picture of Vince posing like a GQ model. Oh, it's just fantastic. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then it lists, Rook, it lists... Vince's media appearances. Oh, you're killing me. Uh -huh. Who who has always enjoyed, and we, we appreciate it. The mayor. We appreciate that yep. you do the first 
media appearance for every book on Garage Logic. Absolutely. So imagine my surprise. <sighs> imagine how wounded I felt <laughs> when I turn it on and uh, uh, there, sure there we are, uh, October eighth, Garage Logic. But uh, previous to that, you had appeared on something called Doctor Blogstein's Radio Show. My publicist in New York, well, and and we, maybe we should call him because I I, I he may, he promised me. I said, David, I always do Sushray first. He said, Well, th- this is internet radio. No one's going to be listening. And now here's what happens, and I get burned for it. And now mm-hmm. Blogstein's going to have to wait next year. But it's your <laughs> if it's your publicist, there's not much we can do about it. Well, he's a great guy for starters. You so just have to that straighten help. him out. But now I feel this, David. You're listening on the web. I know you are. Now this is why we always do Souchere first, mm-hmm. no exceptions. I mean, all the big hitters <laughs> have to follow this. Everybody, all the big hitters. Uh, Glenn Beck, yeah. Neil Bortz, yeah. uh, Medved. Uh, um, I'm, I'm leaving. Hugh Hewitt. Yeah, mm-hmm. they all have to wait. Mm-hmm. Have have you ever been on Limbaugh's show? No. Rush really doesn't do guests unless, no, he doesn't, unless doesn't. you're you know, like a vice president. or uh, He had Mark Levin on, which was kind of an exception. Right. But you've palled around with him. I have palled around with Rush, and I would never ask him to be on the show because you, know, you, you don't want to be one of those friends who becomes a pest. Right. And, but he gives you a nice plug. Very much so. Right. Uh, Pursuit of Honor comes out Tuesday, October 13. You told us once, please tell us again, why do books come out on Tuesdays? It's just changeover day. Oh. It's the day that they change out all the co-op, the signage, and they move all the books to the front of the store and then move people back to the shelves. And they, the industry kind of needs a unified day. And it's also the day typically that they do DVDs as well. So books and DVDs and CDs, typical on sale date, Tuesday. This is the 11th book, but the 10th Mitch Rapp book. Correct. Term Limits did not have Mitch Rapp in it. No, but it had a lot of the other characters. Let's review for uh, new listeners uh, what happened way back in 96, 97. You banged out a book called Term Limits. You yeah, were bartending. Yep, you, I was bartending at Plums and O'Gara's, yep. and I was uh, writing Term Limits uh, during the day. And, um, you know, I could I could probably tell Phil, do a whole show about this, but I'll give the encapsulated version. It takes me three years to write it. At one point, it's, it grew to over 1,000 pages, which is ridiculously long. Mm-hmm. Cut it all the way back. Um, one of the highlights was I was working for a guy named Daryl McGath, also painting houses on the, in, in my spare time. Mm-hmm. And I'm, uh, I'm over in the Mondale's kitchen in Kenwood. Mm-hmm. Well, they're over in Japan. And I fired. Yeah, I haven't heard this part of this. And I, I fired my first literary agent uh, from the Mondale's Kitchen, mm-hmm. and uh, called the two publishers that were still looking at term limits and asked them to reject it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I said, I'm going to self-publish it, and I'm going to you know put it on the map here in the Twin Cities. So then I went out and I raised you know twenty five thousand dollars in in private investment and sold twenty five percent of the book for the next seven years, mm-hmm. and self-published it in August of ninety seven. My background right out of college was working for Kraft General Foods, so I had been used to going into stores and dealing with inventory managers and all that stuff, and went around the Twin Cities and hand-sold it. Uh, it went to number one here, and then it got picked up by Simon & Schuster and Pocket Books. Uh, they published it in hardcover the next spring, and then a year after that, they put it out in paperback, and it hit the, t- the New York Times bestseller list. Would it be reasonable to say that you were ahead of the curve in, in sensing some transformational dynamic that's happening in this country. Uh, and, and it's been a while since I read Term Limits, so help me. But the basic premise is 
there are some people that just can't stand the way things are going. They're fed up. They're fed up. They take they take matters into their own hands. We're talking politically. Yeah, and, and you know, the inspiration for that came from a very tragic event. A, a kid who graduated from St. John's in 89, his name was Dan Hutz. He got murdered out in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. And it was Dan's murder that got me thinking about what's wrong with this picture. He was just a couple of blocks from the Capitol. Uh, he'd only been there five days. His brother was refurbishing a house on Capitol Hill, and Dan was coming back from a date and got mugged by a couple of teenagers uh, who shot and killed him mm-hmm. in the shadows of the Capitol. And you think, what is wrong with this country? And so the more I thought about Dan's issue and the pain that that caused a lot of people, I... Um, I thought about this scenario. What would happen if a special forces team, people with that ability, found out that a U.S. senator had leaked their operation that ended up getting a bunch of their buddies killed? Mm-hmm. People with the know-how and the ability to really go in and, and take some people out. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it's funny because, Joe, you I think you understand this. You look back at how your show used to be and where it is now. Mm-hmm. Term Limits is one of those books. If it wasn't my first book, I was never going to write it. Mm-hmm. I, it's I can't believe how actually how controversial that book is and how often people will tell me they love the book. And you were the first guy to point out to me, uh, from, a, from a very moral standpoint, there are no good guys in term limits. Mm-hmm. You end up cheering for the least bad of the bad guys. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's kind of unsettling that you're actually cheering that they're killing certain politicians. Right, it's a little, <laughs> it's a little, you know, it's a little controversial. But that's become a literary uh, phenomenon. Maybe it's been there throughout the ages, but if it has, I'm unaware of it. But what I've noticed, and Elmore Leonard is is great at this. It, there are no heroes, for example, in an Elmore yeah. Leonard book. the The hero is the best, the best of the louts. The best well, of the bad guys. It's typically the bad guy that has a at least an honorable streak in him who decides he's going to clean the town up. You know, you go back to the right. old Clint Eastwood movies. He was never truly a good guy in those, but he was going to clean the town up. The other thing that I, I think shaped my life more than I knew it at the time was, um, you know, one of my, when I was a teenager, one of the first real things that stood out was the uh, Beirut Marine Barracks bombing. Mm-hmm. And, and then you go Pan Am Lockerbie and the discotheque bombing, and you can go on and on about all those events. I, I came of age in the 80s, graduated from St. Thomas Academy in 84 and uh, the College of St. Thomas in 88. And that was a decade where you could see so the Soviet Union waning. And, and if I think if you were paying attention, you could see this rise of Islamic radical fundamentalism, mm-hmm. that you were going to get these, these young, and it's always men, very rarely is it women, these young men who are upset with their station in life, and they're going to, some, some idiot's going to convince them to go blow themselves up and, and attack innocent civilians. But beginning with the very first book, Term Limits, the thread that seems to tie them together is... Uh, the the sense that you've captured the idea that there are people who want to truly protect this country and will do whatever they have to, and they are now constantly pitted against a, a, a Washington bureaucracy that keeps backpedaling from the idea that the country must be protected no matter what you have to do. You know, and, and I I gave away this. Uh, you you help me. You're better. You're the better wordsmith than I am. But no, I, you're I, on the New York Times I, well, bestsellers. Mine hold up couches. But you're <laughs> <laughs> technically speaking, you are a far uh, a better schooled writer than I am. So I don't know if it's the old. I think it's a parable, the old frog and the yeah. scorpion. And I gave that in the last book, Extreme Measures. And um, the 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 parable is simply this: 
the scorpion asks the frog for the ride across the river. And right. the frog says, why would I give you a ride across the river? You'll sting me and kill me. And the scorpion says, "Why? I wouldn't do that because we'll both drown. Well, the frog says, get on my back. Halfway across, the scorpion stings the frog. They're drowning. The frog says, why? And the scorpion says, I know no other way. Right. That is Washington. Yeah. That is the, the in that scenario, the CIA is the frog, mm-hmm. and the senators and the representatives are the scorpions. Right. After 9-11, when the political wind is, is blowing in the proper direction, and they don't want to, you know, they don't want to get hit again, and they know that their jobs actually depend on not getting hit again, they tell the CIA, you go do whatever it takes, make sure we don't get hit again. Mm-hmm. And then now flash forward seven, eight years, and the political winds have changed, and they see an opportunity to embarrass the other party. And to go after the CIA, and they just, they can't help themselves. But it predates the Obama administration, wouldn't and, you agree? Oh, yes, I'm yeah. saying Republic. Oh, yeah. I blame both parties. Oh, yeah. It is ridiculous. Yep. And back in the day, here here's the defining change, Joe. After World War II, the men and women who served in the Senate, mostly men, and, and in the House of Representatives, had either survived the Great Depression or fought in the World War II. Mm-hmm. Some of them World War One. Mm-hmm. They understood how nasty the world was and that nothing was ever easy. And so that Senate Select Committee on Intelligence, they would get together, the, the 15 of them, and they would oversee the CIA. They knew that the Soviet Union was trying to get in and do espionage on us, and mm-hmm. so we did a lot of dark stuff off the books, and those men and women kept their mouths shut. Mm-hmm. Today, they can't. They just There's too many outlets. There's too many abilities or opportunities for them to go leak things to embarrass whatever the other party is who's in charge of the White House at the time. Now that Extreme Measures is, is the most recent book, and it's out there, uh, is Nancy Pelosi the uh, the model for that uh, horrific uh, woman congressman in Extreme Measures? Um, I kind of bounced it around. There's, okay. She's a she's an amalgamation of certain characters. But then in Pursuit of Honor, I go back and there's you know. Yep. Let's. I'm going to work backwards on these titles mm-hmm. and stop me when I get to the title that was the first book after September 11, 2001. Okay. All right, so the new one's Pursuit of Honor, which really picks up where extreme measures left off. Mm-hmm. Then there was Protect and Defend. Then there was Active Treason, Consent to Kill, Memorial Day, Executive Power, Separation of Power. That's it. Separation of Power is the first book after 9-11. Well, it was written prior to and published shortly. Uh, published well, then we won't count that. Executive Power, then, was fully... After I was working on it at the time. Well, then let's yeah. go to Memorial Day. Yeah, Memorial, I have a point I'm trying to okay, make. Okay, Memorial Day. So would be Memorial the... Day is the first book that hadn't been started prior to 9-11-01. It's your first true post-9-11 book. Yes. Okay, how has Memorial Day, up through the current one, how, have, how are they different than the previous ones? Well, I, interesting question. I, if anything, I think I have taken more time to dive into Wahhabism, mm-hmm. which I consider to be the the big problem long term. Uh, and Wahhabism, for those of you who don't know, is is the state sponsored religion in Saudi Arabia, and many would argue the most virulent radical strain of Islam that is intolerant of of other Muslims. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, you either it's either their way or the highway. Uh, funded through petrodollars, they've started religious schools called madrasas in Pakistan, the Philippines, all over the world, poor nations. 
and their clerics stand up and preach this absolutely bigoted, sexist form of Islam mm-hmm. that spreads nothing but hatred. Um, and and uh, so, if anything, after 9-11, I took a little more time into looking at how they do things, and then um, th- these formulas are not complicated in this sense. The primary villains are always terrorists, mm-hmm. and the secondary villains are politicians. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, we always joke about the, the poll of the least respected occupation and politicians are just below dog catcher. Well, you know what? Polls aren't always right, but by and large, there is a reason why so many people from both sides of the aisle and the middle have a problem with politicians. Vince Flynn is with us. The new book is Pursuit of Honor, but you can't buy it until next Tuesday. That's when it will be uh, on the bookshelves. We'll be back shortly. AM 1500, KSTP. Lots of swimming season left, GLers. I hope you've reached out to Aquaside, a White Bear Lake company. Their products have been keeping beaches and swimming areas free of weeds and crud for more than 60 years with a great line of weed control products that work quickly and they're easy to use. I've used them. That's how easy they are to use. All you have to do is call Aquaside, describe what you're looking at, and they'll get you the right products to eliminate those aquatic plants that are driving the kids crazy. Call Aquaside at one 800 328 9350 and tell them what you're looking at. Tell them what you think the problem is. They'll go through it with you and they'll make sure you get the right product so your beach will look great all summer long and there's a lot of summer left. 1 800 328 9350 or go to aquaside.com. With the return of humane temperatures, also comes the return of windshields covered in smashed bugs. Thankfully, Seafoam has us covered with their amazing Bugs Be Gone solution. Bugs Be Gone easily solves the frustration of scrubbing bugs off your windshield and front bumper. You spray it on, it breaks up the sticky bond of bugs and crud with the vehicle service, so you can simply wash it away with water. And yes, Bugs Be Gone is safe for all finishes. It's a non-toxic formula and water-based and leaves no film or haze when it drives. Uh, just a clean windshield with nary a bug in sight. And we can use Bugs Be Gone on all sorts of stubborn organic crud. So a lot of people try it on a car and then they find all sorts of other uses for it, like campers, golf equipment, fishing gear, anything organic. Just spray it on and wash it off and the Bugs Be Gone. Just another wonderful product for our vehicles from our friends at Seafoam. You know, the investment game can be awfully tricky, especially in these volatile times. And that's why you need the best and also somebody that you can trust. And that's why I rely on Josh Arnold. We know him as Mr. Money Talk around these parts. And he's here for you. So give him a call today for that free 48-minute no-obligation consultation by dialing 952-925-5608. 952-925-5608. Josh has been at this a long time with a track record of success, and he's here to help you. So give him a call today. No obligation. That's right. No obligation. It's absolutely free. 952-925-5608. And tell them you heard about them here on the Garage Logic Podcast. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Chris Reavers is a paid endorser. Good afternoon and welcome to Author's Corner on Garage Logic. 
this afternoon in the corner, we have number one New York Times bestselling phenomenon, Vince Flynn. Mitch Rapp. What will happen to him this time? This author's corner includes excerpts There's from a very professional here. announcer who is available to fill the audiobook with Vince Flynn. Wait a minute. Joe. He's using this as an audition. <laughs> the, the audio He's book. trying to cop the deal to do the audio. I don't know who the announcer was, but I, I, I work as an agent for this gentleman. So. Is it done, or am I going to have to no, hear lightsabers? Done. No, it's done. No, no, this is very serious. <laughs> Did you, you, uh, you will have ex- excerpts. Down the road for the next two breaks. Fine. Okay, did you enjoy? Uh, did, you, did you enjoy this week in sports? Oh my Woo-hoo! gosh! Took the family to the dome on Friday night. Yeah. And uh, you know, I'm, it's it's we got down there four thirty to you know go down on the field and and uh, show the kids a good time. And uh, Kadir, who's just a great guy, was kind enough to you know say hi to the kids and mm-hmm. my wife and everything. And um, I I just I don't remember a time in my life. Being a Minnesota fan, where there was anything like that over a four-day period, right? Either do I, or five-day period, yeah. actually. And the well, game, the game on Tuesday night, was as great a game mm-hmm. as I ever. And, and both World Series, there were some pretty phenomenal games. But right. that thing was unbelievable. And I want to remind listeners: you can go to the uh, KSTP website and go to the Matt Thomas page, and we've got all of those Gordo Glado. Uh, Highlights are on there, and they're all listed under awesome. I, what happened last night, I don't think, can alarm a lot of people. No, it shouldn't. You go in there, you get there at 4 in the morning, you've been partying, uh, yeah. you got to get up and go play them. That might, could be a different result tomorrow. Your 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 hope is all you got to do is get one game in New York. Mm-hmm. Then uh, you get two here. Yeah, whether it's, whether it's game two or mm-hmm. game five, mm-hmm. that's all you got to do. Right. And so, you know, it, it, trust me. These guys put the fear of God in New York when they put those two runs up on the board last night. Oh, yeah. They know that the, the, this team— They did it with two outs. Yep. This team can bop a lot of runs. And, uh, you know, and, and the other thing, I, my my paperback editor, uh, publisher in New York is a rabid Yankees fan. Yeah. So is our newsman, John Height, much to our disappointment. Well, that's really—that's yeah. really brave of John. It's, yeah. it's really hard to be a yeah. Yankees yeah. fan. Yeah. But uh, I always tell her, I said, you know, it's, it's it just, just never— I, I tell her, never discount the fact that 99% of the country hates New York and loves the Twins and is actually urging for them to win oh, right absolutely. now. A little karma. Absolutely. Who knows? Is your schedule call for you to already be working on the next book? Um, it, it's hard, but I'm already. I, I'm finally going to do the the rap uh, redux. I'm going to do the reboot of rap. It's going to be rap when he's 25. Okay. Um, I want to know. What he was like back then. I haven't delved far when enough into that. He's going to be recruited. He's going to be recruited. Out of Syracuse. He's, he's yep. He's going to go into his training, and I've already got this beautiful idea that I can't share on the air. Stansfield recruited him. Uh, Kennedy did. Kennedy did. But it was part of Stansfield's operation that he was launching at the time. Well, I, I'd be interested to know what what caused all that to happen. Yeah, so I'm very excited about it. Where's the Where's the book? Uh, which is the title? It's one of my favorite ones where rap traps uh, tracks down a guy who uh, bombed his wife. Oh, Consent to Kill. Consent to Kill. That's the one that we're hopefully making into a movie. And I always thought, and I've told you this before, and and I is is someday that bad guy is coming back. Is he going to join forces with rap? He is, and in fact, <laughs> the way I've got the way I've got it scoped out right now is the. Number twelve, which is the next one, is going to be the the birth of rap. Right. Number thirteen 
Rap's going to find himself in a pickle, and he's going to go back to Louis Gould and call Louis in his Gould, call yeah. in his shit. Yep. And uh, Rap had a chance to kill him. We're not whoa, whoa, get- whoa, 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 huh? whoa, 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 whoa. But it's an old yeah, book. Yeah, but it's what the end I, of the book. I, I we mean, can't come give on. it away. It's, it's five <laughs> books ago. <laughs> we can't. There's a lot what, of things to talk about. are you still selling paperbacks? We haven't talked about my cylinder index. We, I mean, Wait we, a minute <laughs> now. You're not going to let me? You you don't want me to recap consent to kill? No, I don't think we should. All right. What do you think, Matt? Oh, that's right. Matt doesn't read these. I forgot. No, Michelle didn't read that one to me yet. I got quite a collection, though. Did you give my book away? Don't uh, give my book away. I gave it to somebody who I thought would read it. Yeah. I, need, I have a collection one. of books, right. and I need him to sign you know it. Why you why we, I think Johnny's me. got it. You know why yeah. they... Matt? Or Angie's it. got it, maybe. No, Matt? she's got her own. Matthew, you know why they make books on tape? For, Can I? For, I'll write now. Here we go. For Cretan graduates. Listen to this. You are funny. <laughs> listen to this. I, this uh, we have an excerpt from the audio book, and I know it's embargoed. Oh, this is him. He's auditioning for you. <laughs> I know it's embargoed, but we're going to see what right. happens in this, uh, this book. As Mitch walked to the department door of the terrorist, he could see there was a wire. Everything in the building fell silent, except for his stomach. It was growling. He'd forgotten to eat lunch. He wondered when his next meal would be. As he disconnected the wire, he went into the terrace apartment and found some leftover pizza. (laughs) He ate it. This would be. He waited for the terrorist that he would get. Perfect. That's an excellent. If if Matt wrote books, that's what the book would would be. be, Well, they would be cookbooks. (laughs) They would be. They would be food-based. <laughs> we'll have another excerpt after the news. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> yes, very Now, during uh, the news, uh, Vince. Johnny Height, by the way, is a little upset with you. Go oh, ahead. I'm taking Johnny, a shot at me, Vince, there. Johnny, I'm sorry, but I, I'm not. I think it's how pathetic. hard is it to be a Yankees fan? But, but it should be pointed out, I'm 52 years old. I've been a Yankee fan for 46 years. So oh, they'd, was, they'd, only, they'd only won their first 14 <laughs> pennants by that point? Well, or? I was there for what we fondly call the Horace Clark years, though, when they were the worst team in baseball. Where so. did you grow up, John? I grew up in North Dakota. Oh, so. there we go. That explains yeah, everything. That does explain everything. He's a Green Bay fan. <laughs> Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Couldn't have been, couldn't while, have been a twins While Johnny's fan. doing the news, get a pen <laughs> yes. and a hunk of paper, and uh, we'll do your cylinder index. We, we really should know what your cylinder index is. Perfect. All right. Garage Logic will be back with Vince Flynn in just a moment. Here in the AM 1500 KSTP newsroom is John Height. Thank you, Joe. Partly sunny and 48 degrees. Congress will hold a hearing on the case of the Vikings-Williams wall. A House subcommittee will look into the issue. Vikings tackles Pat and Kevin Williams were originally suspended for four games by the league for violating the anti-doping policy. But they sued, arguing the NFL's testing violated state workplace. Laws. A federal judge issued an injunction blocking the order, which was upheld last month by a three-judge panel at the 8th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals. Now next month, Congress will hold a meeting on the matter. Leaders from several religious faiths are getting together to support same-sex marriage. Members of Lutheran, Jewish, Methodist, and Unitarian communities say it's important to recognize the unions as legal because those couples face these same challenges as unions between men and women. Pastor Anita Hill with St. Paul Reformation Lutheran Church is in favor of the idea. It's about bringing family together. It's about establishing them within a community, putting some security and possibilities in place for children reared in those families and for the couples themselves. 
So civil marriage, I think, is an important piece for our state to be discussing. The Minnesota Family Council in response said same-sex marriage is not in the best interest of society or children. He still won't make a final decision for at least two weeks, but some details of President Obama's thinking on Afghanistan are emerging. Senior administration official says Obama is ready to accept some Taliban involvement in Afghanistan's political future. And the official says Obama seems inclined to send only enough U.S. troops to keep al-Qaeda. At bay. Prosecutors in Las Vegas say the doctor at the center of an investigation into Michael Jackson's death may face arrest, could lose his medical license after missing a hearing to explain late child support payments. District attorney says Dr. Conrad Murray owes $13,000 in unpaid child support. Five Eyewitness News weather forecast partly cloudy, 34 overnight tonight, 50 tomorrow. Right now, 48 degrees at AM 1500 KSTP. It's cabin season. You know that means grilling season. And if you aren't grilling Grunhoffers, old-fashioned meats, you're missing the boat. Uh, Particularly, if you're going up uh, north and you're taking 35E, swing off on 97, go east, a couple of hundred yards. There's a Grundhofer's location right now. The original is just north of Hugo on Highway 61. It's where GLers meet to eat. Rookie burgers, 140 different kinds of brats, steak, chops, chicken, double-smoked bacon, you name it. You know the drill. You've been there, and you know that Grunhofer's is the best grilling parlor of Emporium meat you'll ever see in your life. It's Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. They've been with Garage Logic almost from the very first day of the podcast. Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo, just north of Hugo on Highway 61. Look for the GL sign out front. And it opened last summer. Grunhofer's in Forest Lake on Highway 97, almost immediately east of Interstate 35E, Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. DK Mags has been on Old 8 in New Brighton since 1999 with an experienced staff, good selection, and fair prices. DK Mags is a safe and legal place to sell your unwanted firearms, whether it's an oldie from Grandma's estate or maybe something you just don't want, need, or like. DK Mags, they can buy one, two, or the whole kit and caboodle if you have a small arsenal. DK Mags, a full-service gun shop offering new and used firearms, gunsmithing, maintenance, and storage services if you need a safe place to stash your firearms, either short or long-term. You log on to DKMags.com for more information on ordering, selling, or storing firearms. Uh, DK Mags, speaking of ordering, they can help you find and order that hard-to-find uh, hard firearm you might be looking for. Monticello Pawn and Gun, also a part of the DK Mags family. They not only buy and sell firearms, they also buy and sell just about anything else. A fun little shop. Monticello Pawn and Gun and DK Mags on Old 8 in New Brighton. If you're getting good and tired like I did of the big banks, well, then I'm here to let you know about North American Banking Company. It's Reavers, by the way, here in the GL Podcast Studios. I made the switch. You should, too. North American Banking Company offers the same online and mobile banking options as the other banks, but with the unparalleled service of a community bank. And they're also locally owned and operated, which means loan decisions are made right here in the Twin Cities, not shipped out of state. And this helps business owners solve problems and expand their business with confidence. North American Banking Company deals with numbers every day, but you are never one of them. And their experienced bankers are ready to help business owners navigate all of the challenges and obstacles that come with owning a business. When North American Banking Company first opened back in 1998, they made a promise to deliver a better banking experience for their 
customers, where you know your banker and they know you. While a lot has changed since 1998, this commitment to being a true community bank in the Twin Cities, well, that has not. So here's the deal. Go online. North American Banking Company's website is nabankco.com. nabankco.com. North American Banking Company, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. This is where you heard Young, he swings and drives it Deep left center field Grand slam, home run Where you listen to Punched the Tubbers for the force And here we go to the playoffs And where you experience Granderson looks up Upper deck home run You've heard a season full of great moments right here Don't miss what's next Twins and Yankees With game two of the American League Division Series Swung on base hit right field Starting tomorrow afternoon with the pregame show at 4.30 Power turned on On AM 1500 KSTP When Mitch realized they were both safe, he thought this would be a good time to get something to eat. Maybe we could run up to O'Gara's and get a burger and a basket, he thought. Or even a beer, maybe some corned beef and cabbage. Why didn't you use real dialogue from the book? He would keep her safe. Perfect. And well fed. I don't want to give anything away. For the rest of her life. Oh, gosh. Be well, old friend. Be well. Thank you very much. There was yeah. never a boring moment in the McConsky household growing up. There couldn't have been with him running around. No. no and it was all all in the kitchen. <laughs> it was all in the kitchen. What is your cylinder index? I think 60. Well, you're well ahead of your age. You're only 42. 43. 43 now. And uh, many people on your website, they keep asking you, uh, when is this going to end? And you have to keep telling them, well, I have no intentions of ending this. None. Yeah. I mean, I'm having fun. Yeah. I, it's my dream job. I've, you know, I figure easily another twenty years, a book a year. How do you stay on top? Bud Grant once said, "Getting to the top isn't nearly as difficult as staying there." You know, one of the things, and I, I, I do caution writers about this, is you can't overthink it. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, this is about telling a story. Now, I grew up in that great verbal tradition, you know, where mm-hmm. my grandmother would tell us stories and my dad, my mom, they were all good storytellers. And I think the biggest mistake that most writers make is they overcomplicate it. But see, you not only have joined a, a, a very unique club of people who achieve best-selling status, you've, you've uh, joined a club of authors who have not lost it, uh, Camp, uh, Conley, a child, uh, help me here, Nelson DeMille. Uh, and I can name a few authors who I love. Who lost it. Who lost it. Stephen Hunter. I hope I'm not getting myself in trouble. I'd love to interview God, him someday. I, but you know what? That book I, can't, I can't read it anymore. Do you want me to get him? No, I've got I don't him. Well, I don't know what I would say to him now. I can't. The latest. Uh, uh, Dirty White Boys. How good was Well, that, that was fantastic. I mean, he, he is. He is. He but he, so he went to that well. So often uh, that towards the end of it, with Bob Lee Swagger, uh, he was it, it. It didn't work. Okay, you know, all right, you brought up an interesting point. One that um, I, I, I spend more time wrestling over this, which is uh, like Randy Jackson likes to say on American Idol, "Let's keep it real." Mm-hmm. If it, if the story isn't believable, you can't write it mm-hmm. because you're unless you're writing fantasy or some other genre. But in this genre, it all has to add up. Or you will lose your readers. They'll just say, D- 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 you can't do that. 24, for example, last year became so improbable mm-hmm. that they lost a lot of their viewers. And viewers, by and large, are smart. Um, the other thing I do, Joe, is I I try to pay 
as little attention to my reviews as possible. I listen to my fans. I see what the fans write on Amazon. But there are way too many literary critics at snotty magazines and publications that think they know what the consumer wants. Mm -hmm. And I would liken this, by the way, to the same people who never understood talk radio. They never understood uh, NASCAR. They've never set foot in a Walmart. I never begrudge another author for writing in their particular segment of the marketplace mm -hmm. because there, there are so many different tastes out there. So the key is you focus on your aspect. For me, it's this, you know, thriller, political thriller. They have a lot of different names for it, the techno thriller. Um, and I just try to write a good, prescient, believable story. And, so, you know, stuff's got to happen. Mm -hmm. people, oh, I know. You people got to die. Yeah. Well, they, they do in this book. Well, <laughs> There's quite an ethical dilemma right off the bat in this book. Well, and you know what? Like, I, we can't give it away, but... But what got me thinking about that was the last book, Extreme Measures, I started to write that because I was listening to my sources in Washington begin to tell me stories about the, the marriages that were falling apart mm -hmm. for these men and women who work at the CIA who basically after 9-11, they said, saddle your horses and get out of here. And these people have been, you know, they were gone three, four, five years, home for a month or two, a year. Their kids grew up, uh, you know, spouses had affairs, kids got involved in drugs. I mean, all, I mean, can you imagine working 70 hours a week and most of it in a foreign country for a seven, eight-year period? Mm -hmm. what, what would happen to your domestic life? Your early books were filled with technological savvy uh, to the point where, you know, it was just acronym after acronym for weaponry and, yeah. and, and hardware. And I would say that what what's replaced that is this, you've got people now feeding you uh, incredible information about the behavior of the people in Washington. It's interesting because I think that you would admit that traditionally you enjoy a book more like John or Michael Conley would write that is very nuanced about the character. Mm -hmm. And as my tastes have developed, that's now the direction that I lean in a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And I think, uh, be, to be honest, that comes with age. You, mm -hmm. you get married. You all of a sudden, it's not you alone with your thoughts. You know, your wife is often talking to you, right. you know, and, and you're and she's presenting to you a different side of the, the, the equation. And that, and then you start having kids and that becomes part of the life. You understand there's some depth there. The other thing, though, I I slightly disagree. I don't think there are any fewer acronyms. Mm -hmm. I think that as a culture, we have now become more aware of Predator drones mm -hmm. and M4 rifles and all of that stuff that prior to 9-11, very few people actually knew were you know out there being used. When we come back, let's talk about some stuff that's happening in the real world. Okay. Uh, Vince Flynn is with us until 3 o'clock. We'll be right back. AM 1500, KSTP. GL Joe here. When you go to pick out a new garage door opener business, uh, check their online reviews. My personal pick is the family-owned GLers Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities. Five-star Google ratings are common, and they get great comments from customers. Here's one to share. My door broke Sunday night, and I called, and they set up an appointment early Monday morning. Every step in the process was easy and professional. They sent emails 
emails to confirm and a picture of our Minnesota Tech Mike before he arrived. He was on time. He fixed the door in under an hour. And I will always recommend Precision Garage Door. That's Mike and Hopkins. Look, these people guarantee every job they do, and they aren't satisfied until you are. They're my buddies from Precision Garage Doors, serving the metro and western Wisconsin. Make sure you let them know you appreciate a GLR-owned business. Precision Garage Door, they're my people. They fix garage doors correctly. Get help online immediately at precisiondoormn.com, or you can call them directly at 612 612- Two six three six nine eight five. You know, in my house, when it gets hot like this, we go through a ton of water. Reavers here once again for my friends at Hofferman Water, an independent water treatment dealer. And I'm not kidding. I got two boys in travel baseball, all their buddies coming over to our house, coffee every morning. We go through so much of our water at home. And you know what? I'm so glad I made the switch with my brand new drinking water system, courtesy of Connecticut and Hofferman Water. And I'm going to tell you right now, I have been a customer of Hofferman and Connecticut for years, and I am so so glad that I decided to make the switch, and I know that you will be too. So do me a favor. Give them a call today for that free water analysis, 952-894-4040. Here in Minnesota, we have some of the worst water known to man, but that can change if you visit my friends at Hofferman Water and HoffermanWater.com, 952-894-4040, or just go visit their website. See every available service that they have on their website, HoffermanWater.com. Hofferman Water has been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years, please do me a favor. When you when you get in touch with my friends at Hofferman Water, please tell them that you heard about them here on the Garage Logic Podcast. This guy actually reads the books he talks about. It's Joe Suchere. We're with Vince Flynn. The new book is Pursuit of Honor. You can get it Tuesday, October 13. It will be released. Uh, Mitch Rapp on the uh, trail of uh, the worst possible curves you can imagine. Uh, and I'm at Harmar next week. And then Once Upon a Crime. All right. The website's got it all. All right. All the public appearances. What did, you think when the Scots, what did you think when the Thank Scots... You, what did you think when the Scots released the Lockerbie Bomber? I was livid. It's unbelievable. You know, and here was I, it a political. I deal? was actually tempted to call in, and then I, I just kind of, uh, I'm not going to do it. But uh, I, I think it was a political deal. I think it was. I think there were some elements of the British government that were saying, you know, this is how we can sweeten the pot and get these oil deals and this and that. There's another thing there that was going on though, which is this. Um, and you've been talking about it for years. It's all part of the mystery. Mm-hmm. And it's this crazy notion that if we just act nice and do nice things for them, they will like us. Which Mitch is, Rapp doesn't buy that. He does not buy it. No. Mitch is not a euphorian. No. Not, not in any way, shape, or form. He's an anti-mysterian. A- Anti-mysterian, very much so. But they, I, I have that gift, I would call it, or ability that I think most writers who, who do well, because I, I kindly taps into it and... And uh, John Camp does very well too. He understands, you know, the, how people think and the, their their own fears. I have that gift that I can see something happen, and I can pretty much write the end of the story. And I knew damn well when I heard they were going to release him. I thought these morons. He's going to land mm-hmm. because you know, right out front they said one of the conditions is you know to not make a big deal when he lands. Well, and I just laughed yeah. hysterically. Are you crazy? They're going to and that. 
that is a great reminder. And unfortunately, too many people, too many euphorians want to just go, oh, that wasn't that big of a deal. What it shows you is that these people, there is really a divide. As much as they'd like us to think we're not that different, for them to celebrate the release of this clown, Mm -hmm. it tells you that there is a pretty big divide out there. How's Iran going to end? He's Not firing. Well. Uh, he's firing missiles at your face. He's he's got his thumb on his nose, and he's firing missiles. What's that all? I about? think what is keeping Iran from being attacked right now is the fragile world economy. Mm-hmm. If if we didn't have a fragile world economy and we didn't have to worry about oil spiking to two three hundred dollars a barrel, I think Israel would have already done this. The problem at the end of the day is you've got a leader. Although he's, some would argue he's not in control, Ahmadinejad, who has said on repeated occasions that he thinks that A, the Holocaust didn't happen, and B, Israel should be wiped off the face of the map. You juxtapose that to the Israeli people who A, know darn well the Holocaust existed, and B, don't want to be wiped off the face of the map. What are they going to do? To add intrigue to it, you've got the Saudis, the Jordanians, the Syrians, the Turks— you got a lot of people over there who do not want a, a nuclear Iran. Iran is Shia. Those other countries are Sunni. Before we showed up seven, eight years ago, they were all fighting each other. What do you make of the Obama administration at odds with McChrystal in Afghanistan? Um, I think what happened, what we're seeing right now is a PR debacle on the White House's uh, part. Uh, you saw how quickly all of a sudden they started arranging FaceTimes and national security meetings. And the truth is, and I... I don't want to get into the politics because I'm I'm trying. I'll talk about national security, but you you have an administration whose interests are very domestic. The mm-hmm. healthcare agenda and some other things they have going on. This national security thing has not been high on their list. The thing that I am most livid with them about, in addition to not spending some real time with General McChrystal, is how they're handling this stuff with the CIA. Mm-hmm. That they have not just told Holder, you're not going to do this. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. I don't care what MoveOn.org and all these other people say. We can't start acting like a banana republic and go back and investigate previous administrations. Can't mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. You want to take a call or two? Love to. I got one thing to say about the Eric Holder deal. Yeah. Not enough people are talking about the morale at the CIA. What do you, do you think there's anybody over there who wants to take a risk right no. now? No. Not at all. No. Billy Stein, go ahead. Hey, hey guys, how are you? Good. I, I'd like to, like to ask you guys for a name approval. All right, Ooh, Billy, uh, Billy and Vince, you got to know each other last year playing golf. Yeah, That's right. Yeah, yeah. from uh, uh, starts with an A, Aiken, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Great. What's the okay. name approval, Billy? Hypothetical. See if see if you'd be conflicted on this. Yeah. Twin boys, rap and reacher. <laughs> I'm not going to foghorn rap and reacher. I think they. I think they have to be middle names, though. I think you got to give them the saint names, and then and then okay. let them rap and reacher be their middle names. John Rap Flynn, Mike Reacher Flynn. Now those would work yep. as middle names. Yep. They'd be, they'd be Mitch and Jack, and then their middle names would be Rap and Reacher. Oh, I like that. Thanks, Billy. Cool. Thanks, guys. See ya. Kelly, go ahead. Hi. Hi. Uh, you know, just to go on what uh, Vince was just talking about, if you heard the top of the hour news, um, that the Obama administration wants to start, start including the Taliban in government agencies over in uh, uh, Afghanistan. Yeah, I guess we're not fighting the Taliban. We're, uh, we're fighting al-Qaeda. Yeah, because the well, Taliban were so good to women. 
<laughs> yeah, that's a great organization. Boy, can I jump on a flight over there? Uh-huh. And you know, it's still, and this is the great, you, you talk about the mystery within the mystery. Where are the euphorians on this woman's oh, rights it's issue? A, it's always amazed me. We, we, we can go and we can attack the Catholic Church. We can attack even the Lutheran Brotherhood if we need to. But by God, don't say anything about Islam. And, and you know, I'm not, this is not an indictment of Islam in general, but, you know, there, we don't have a lot of Scandinavian terrorists right now running around. Kelly, I only got a minute. I'm past the clock, so let's. what's uh, your question? Quick question. What's the status of the movie deal? I'll tell you what. Uh, hang on and listen. We'll have that answer after the break. Thank you. Thank you. The status of the movie deal. We'll get to it with Vince Flynn in just a moment. AM 1500, KSTP. The week of the 4th of July surely is always festive. It's always festive. It's when you kind of go sit around and just say, hey, you know what? Life is pretty good. And when life is good, what do you do? You're happy. You want to outpour that joy. You might want to even be philanthropic. Yeah, that's the word of the day here, the word of the week. And MinnesotaMasonicCharities.org, online at MNMasonicCharities.org, catchy. In 2006, some of the bigwigs came together and they said, let's pool everything and let's do scholarships. Let's help the needy. Let's help the old. Let's help the young. They're doing just that. And sometimes, you know, there's a wink and a nudge and a secret handshake. And they want the garage logicians and everybody to know that they're not really secrecy. It's not a bunch of secrets. They're telling everybody, we have got scholarships for people that need it. We have got a wonderful operation that they want to tell everybody about. So if you want to contact them and you have some questions about the secret handshake, you can call them 952-948-6200. But better yet, why don't you check out their website? That's mnmasoniccharities.org. Learn more about the Masons and how giving they are. Yep. Oh, yeah. What's the big word? Philanthropic. And let them know you heard it on the Garage Logic podcast, mnmasoniccharities.org. Since 1985, Air Mechanical has served the Twin Cities for their heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical needs. They can also help you with drain cleaning, duct cleaning, and indoor air quality, serving the entire metro area. From general maintenance to full install, they got you. Furnace installs, boilers, heat pumps, garage heaters, and more, Air Mechanical employs top-trained tradespeople in the state of Minnesota. They operate with full integrity. They do things the right way, not the easy way. And their Total Solutions membership is like having Air Mechanical on retainer. Keep all of your home maintenance needs in one comprehensive membership. Select one tune-up a year and enjoy benefits like discounted maintenance, repairs, service, and equipment costs. Catch problems before they arise and keep your home's mechanicals running smoothly. We'd love it if you gave Air Mechanical a shout-out for any heating, cooling, plumbing, or electrical needs. Call or book online at thinkami.com. That's thinkami.com. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I give kept, you the fireworks commission. Kept waiting for more of your audition. No, uh, uh, Vince's agent called and said, uh, "Put the kibosh on it right now, pal." Uh, <laughs> let's answer Kelly's question. Where are you with the film industry? Uh, last year, it was bought by CBS Films. Which, which is, what was bought? Uh, cons- well, the Consent Mitch Rapp kill. Fran- well, it's, it's the franchise. You know, they've got to tie up the franchise. Does somebody own Mitch Rapp's name. They you own sold Mitch Rapp that right to now. somebody. Well, to, for the rights to make a movie. Now yeah. they have to pay me, and then if they don't make it, the rights come back to me. All right. Or uh, and so we are now on our uh, third or fourth draft of the screenplay written by Jonathan Lemkin, who wrote The Shooter, right. and a bunch of other stuff. He's uh, he's wonderful, and. Um, the producers are Lorenzo de Bonaventura and Nick Wexler. Okay. And Lorenzo is a guy who did Transformers and G.I. Joe. He got Harry Potter made, The Matrix, a bunch of other things. He's he's wonderful, wonderful guy. And uh, 
we're thinking that sometime in the next mm, you know two to three weeks we're going to hear the word from CBS that they want to go forward with this and go hire uh, directors or a director and some actors. Was well, this going to be for TV? No, 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 no. It's oh. a new entity within the CBS Corporation okay. that is for major motion pictures. So they this was their first big acquisition. They're looking at doing something in the sixty to seventy million dollar range. Mm-hmm. Although I can tell you, and this is going to set off a firestorm, a bit of a Garage Logic exclusive. Um, the guy, the actor, they are in serious talks with right now. That I'm just for a lot of different reasons. I'm not. I, I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, but if he says yes, I can't. Well, I can't say no, anyways. Mm-hmm. But I think at the end of the day, you just you're a lucky guy. The budget for the film doubles, um, but it's uh, it's Brad Pitt, mm-hmm. and you know he's a pretty solid actor, but uh, probably a little older than I would I would like for rap. Um, he's got and, the look, but you know he can do the. T- the other thing is, he, one of the one of the producers thinks the reason why he he wants to do it is because he hasn't done something really tough in a while, and mm-hmm. this would this would take uh this role is not going to be easy one of the guarantees these producers gave me was that they wanted to take on terrorism for what it is they promised me that the villains weren't going to turn out to be drug dealers or nazis Mm -hmm. they would keep it with you know keep it real Mm -hmm. and i i I think that has to happen or my fans will just be livid well it certainly would go against Pitt's political leanings. <laughs> well, and that's, you know, Joe, the other thing, I, I don't think an international film star is going to do it yeah. because they've got to go travel abroad and they've got to do all this stuff. And you make a movie that comes out that's critical of Islamic radical fundamentalism and certain terrorist groups, they're going to be, they're paranoid enough as it is. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to take some, you know, really tough Aussie or British actor who flies a little under the radar screen, who doesn't care. Uh, kind of the guy I I would like to see right now. You know, over the years I've I've had I've mentioned Eric Bana and some other people. Unfortunately, Eric hasn't opened every movie he's tried to open hasn't done that well. Mm-hmm. I think the the guy that I'm really looking at right now is Gerald Butler. I'd, mm-hmm. I'd like to see him do it from 300 and a couple other movies. And then would you be involved? Uh, I'm editing the screenplay right now. How mm-hmm. much I get involved? Um, you know, I, I know a, I know an author who uh, last summer was banned from the set of, of their own movie, so oh. you have to be kind of careful. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, they've said, you know, they, they w- would want me to come out on set for some consulting, and uh, I'm always shocked when you go to Hollywood and you work on certain things. You're like, um, actually, that the gun doesn't have a safety, so you mm-hmm. don't say I'm flicking off the safety. And a lot of things they just don't care about. And but you got to get take, it right. Why does, it, why does it take so long to get a movie made? It's just amazing to me. You know, at the end of the day, you're talking about spending $60, $70 million. And you got to get a lot of different egos in the room and get them all to make concessions and kind of... Uh, that's why the one guy who I think consistently, or there's a couple of them, Ron Howard, Steven Spielberg, you know, there's those those common sense directors who are good that people will sign up without all the preconditions. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it's a horrible game that they have to play. Do we have all Vince's local appearances linked on the Garage Logic website staff? Yes, we do. And uh, the first of those is next week at Harmar. Harmar Barnes and & Noble. And then Once Upon a Crime, it'll all be on the Thursday website. Thursday the 15th, yep. The yep. book, Pursuit of Honor, uh, comes out October 13. That's next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. And uh, at some point, it's going to muscle its way into the uh, New York Times bestseller list. This is the talk station, AM 1500 KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis. Thank you, uh, Vince. Thank you. Always the fastest yeah. hour of all my interviews. And, uh, and all- How would you like to live with me for about a week? No, not really. Well, for those that might want to take the chance, I've got family members that could tell you stories, but we are planning a trip to Croatia. It's the excursion of a lifetime. It is next year in July. It's not this year. It's 2024, so you can start saving up. 
We're going to be aboard the beautiful, beautiful Adriatic King, an 18-cabin motor yacht, the perfect blend of simple luxury and spacious comfort. More about that later. Go to their website at escapewithusvacations.com. These are my two sisters. They are world travelers, and this is one of their favorite trips that they set up. So we're going to be on a private yacht, you guys. We're going to be hanging out, going up and down the shoreline of Croatia, looking at its beauty, and I want you to see everything that is included. And you do that by going to escapewithusvacations.com. I am super excited to do this. I've got family members that are going. I know some friends that have already signed up. It is next July, the 14th to the 21st, an eight-day cruise from Split to Dubrovnik. You are going to have a blast. Look at the pictures. Go to the website, escapewithusvacations.com. Yes, I'm on to promote the trip, but I also want to say my sisters are the best in the industry. Suchi Boy has used them for a family trip. If you can make a plan, if you don't know anything about traveling, get online, escapewithusvacations.com. You will not be disappointed. I'll tell you what, if you want to call and make a reservation, you can do that as well. The telephone number to call is 651-788-4338. Let them know that you want to cruise to Croatia with the Rook. Not a Garage Logic Town Council member. Here's what you're missing. Joe, yeah. you know what he's referencing? No. DeLorean didn't. Back to the future. Farewell. Oh, wow, good, good for you. Probably because it's only the 160th time he's made the reference. Leah right. Thompson, Minnesota's own. Leah Thompson. She was a cutie pie in that movie. Cutie pie? Mm-hmm. Cutie pie. We have a lot of female listeners who were worried about me. Thank you, Town Council people. Well, there was a lot of people that emailed there that was. were worried about you. Nothing I, to worry about. I had emails just to me, two people. Make sure Joe gets to see a doctor. He did. A couple, uh, couple of gals got a hold of me and just wanted to make sure that I was okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go behind the scenes of Garage Logic with unfiltered audio and video access, invites to exclusive events, an emailed newsletter from the mayor himself, and more by signing up at garagelogic.com. Hey, everybody, it's John here, and I want to tell you how you can eat stress-free this spring with Factors, delicious, ready-to-eat meals. You can get their fresh, never-frozen, chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals ready to eat in just two minutes, weekly menu of 35 options like Calorie Smart, Keto Protein Plus, or Vegan and Veggie, and they use premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus for the no-fuss meals and get rid of the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Just heat and serve my favorite, the jalapeno lime cheddar chicken. Customize your weekly meals to get as much or as little as you need, and you can pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Head to factormeals.com slash garagelogic50 and use code garagelogic50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code garagelogic50 at factormeals.com slash garagelogic50. You get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Well, I hope you enjoyed this 4th of July Best of Garage. Logic Reavers here back in the GL Podcast Studios. And man, that was fun to go down memory lane. And as it is every single time that you listen to an interview that Joe has with the late, great Vince Flynn. And boy, an interview from 14 years ago and how so much of that rings true today. So I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, it was a pleasure to bring that in. Just so you know, uh, there will be episodes, best of episodes every day this week uh, that I will put together for you. And I hope you enjoy. So with the mayor taking the much needed week off, I appreciate you sticking around for the best of Garage Logic. And uh, I'll be back again tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening. Cheers. Cheers.